What do you believe in? And why the hell should you stand up for it? Stay tuned and find out. Okay, here's the question. How are we dark horses? You know, the ones everyone is betting against, the ones they don't expect to win, place, or even show on the track, and they'll even laugh on us when we talk about trying. How do we show the world our greatness and triumph? Well, that's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is The Dark Horse Entrepreneur. My name is Tracy Brinkman. What is up? What is up? What the hell is up, my Dark Horse friends and family? Welcome back to your ongoing dose of Stand Up For Your Values Learning. I'm your Dark Horse host, Tracy Brinkman, and you? Well, that, my friend, is infinitely more important. You are a driven entrepreneur, or perhaps you're even one in the making. Either way, you're here because you're ready to start, restart, kickstart, just start leveling up with some great marketing, personal, or business tips and results in order to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it absolutely deserves to be. That's why I'm here hitting you with yet another solo success episode coming to you straight from the Dark Horse HQ as we dive deep in success with actionable advice, tips, and steps designed to help you level up your life, your game, as well as your business. Because we already know (laughs) there are no shortcuts to success except for taking those little steps towards goal every single day. Now, before we kick this off, yeah, like I usually do, I know you're getting the value from these episodes and these amazing guests I'm lucky enough to bring on. So please be sure you go on down there and click that subscribe button, right? And while you're down there, yeah, go ahead and leave us a quick five-star rating. Drop us some kind words in the reviews. Heck, give me some words of encouragement. Give me some words of constructive criticism, some suggestions, Ask a question. I read each and every one of the reviews. And it sees subscribes, ratings, and reviews that you're able to use to tell those podcast platforms out there that you are getting that value. So they'll kick us up a little bit in the rankings so that we can reach more driven entrepreneurs just like yourself. So please take a moment. Yes, right now. Go ahead. Take a moment. Show the love and help spread the word. Now, I know what you're thinking. It's Monday, Tracy. Aren't we supposed to be having an interview episode? You know what? Normally, you're absolutely right. And I believe this week it was supposed to be Artie Hoffman. But unfortunately, well, actually, check that. Fortunately, I went to an amazing event over the weekend up in the Wisconsin Dells. And I won't divulge the actual event. Who cares, right? This is one of those episodes I'm going to forewarn you. I'm going to be getting on a soapbox, so you get to listen to me rant. And I don't rant very often, and it's just this isn't a griping rant. This is a rant of empowerment, from my point of view. And the event I went to, it was a political event, and many of you know which side of the aisle I stand on. And, uh, you know, I think if we look at the parties that are out there, Is there a party that resonates with 100% of the things I believe in? I think the answer is no. Is there a party out there that resonates with the bulk of what I believe in? I believe the answer is yes. All right. And no matter what side of the aisle you're on, you, you are on, you, Mr. Miss Listener. All right. I want you to hear me out because even if you are polar opposite to me from a political standpoint, you can still resonate with the message I'm about to send you. And that message, my friend, is you damn well better stand up for what you believe in. Now, first off, you're going to have to take some time and understand 
what the hell you believe in, right? And those are going to take some questions, a little uh, internal reflection. And I'm not talking about armchair quarterback belief here. No, no, no. Ah, uh, that no, that's no, uh, no, right? Put down the beer, put down the potato chips, sit up, turn the volume up, because I want your attention here, all right? No quarterbacks here, right? I want you to be actively involved in your own damn life. Yeah, it's your life. You need to take control of it. Not me, not your sheriff, not your governor, not your mayor, not even your damn president, okay? You my friend. And that starts with you understanding what do you stand for? What are those things you're like, oh, hell no, you are not going there with me. Okay. You know, what are your, what are your values? Right. And then how do you prioritize those values? Do you know, uh, internally, right? Do you know in your heart, what drives the actions you take and the behaviors that you have right now some of it might just be habitual behaviors so take a moment right even if you want to pause this podcast right now take a moment and pause and think about all of yesterday's behaviors just kind of run through them from the moment you woke up yesterday morning right you got up what'd you first do what'd you then do what happened by the time you got to lunch what were the things you did by the time you got to dinner what were the things you did by the time you put your head back on that pillow what were the things you did? Who were the people you hung out with? What were the messages you shared? Hmm? Now, those messages you shared, are they aligned with the actions that you've taken, right? So if the messages that you were sharing with whoever it was you talked to, whether it was via text or Facebook message or on the phone or live face-to-face, with or without a mask, if your messages were all about, I want to be a healthy person, but your actions were all about chowing down potato chips and junk food and nothing good of nutritional value for your body, maybe pounding too many alcoholic beverages, then your words and your messages, your, your words and your actions, my friend, were not aligned. So that comes to that consistency, right? How consistent do you, how, how consistent are you in your operation of your words to your actions to your beliefs? Hmm? Look, I'm not trying to make you feel bad about yourself. That is not my mission here at all. I'm trying to wake you up, just maybe smack you on the butt, pat you on the back, whop you upside the back of the head to say, look, dude, look, dudette. You know, if you really believe, really, in your heart of hearts, believe in X, whatever X is for you. Believe in, I I don't know, good education for your kids, right? Believe in uh, good morality, whatever it is you believe in. Believe in guns, right? Believe in the freedom of speech. Whatever it is that you believe in are your actions back are your behaviors and your beliefs aligned? Now, you could have gotten into a rut, especially with the year we just went through, right? COVID, the whole thing, they locked us down, put masks on our faces. Some of us, you know, some took their jobs away, right? Doors had to close, business had to close the doors. So maybe they didn't take your job away, but your job got taken away, right? So everything, your routines were just tossed up in the air and you had to develop new ones. Well, in this new 
COVID uh, arena, maybe these new habits weren't uh, as aligned as you would have liked them to be. This is your moment. This is your damn wake-up call, y'all, right? Just, just smack, right? Right upside the head. There it is, right there. Now, pause. Take a look. Like I said, and maybe yesterday was a bad example. Go back to the day before and the day before that. Look at last Monday. Look at last Wednesday. What did you do? Is what you're doing aligning with who you are, right? What you truly believe. And if you're doing things just because the herd is and your real inner values are like, I really don't believe in this. This is going to cause that churn inside of you. You're going to be angry and you're not going to know why, right? You're going to come home. You're going to slam your briefcase down on the counter. The missus is going to go, hi, honey. You're going to go, look, right? You're just going to be a dick or an asshole to the people you love. And you might not even know why. So I'm asking you to pause, take a moment and realize, damn, I'm not pissed off at my wife. I'm pissed off at other things. You might not even be pissed off at your job. Maybe you had a good day at work. But there's this little thing nagging inside of you. And for me, a lot of times when I have that going on, it's because my actions aren't aligned with the damn ways I believe. So, my friends, my dark horse friends and family, start standing up right this very minute. And if you don't believe in what I'm saying, click me off. I'm cool with that. I know an episode like this is going to lose me some listeners. You know what? I damn well don't care because this is what I stand for. I stand for your ability to stand up and do what you believe in. Even if I, me, Tracy Brinkman doesn't believe in what you believe in, I believe in your right to get out there and go do it anyway. As long as you're not hurting anybody in the process, go for it, right? I served six years in the military for your ability to do that. My dad served 23 years for your ability to do that, all right? And so many others did that for your rights. Our founding fathers set this up. So many laid down their lives to keep it up. You deserve it. Don't squander it. And if you're listening from another country, well, I believe you have certain inalienable rights given to you by your creator, right? Now, don't go against the laws of your area, all right? Let's not let's not go there. <laughs> all right. But I think we need to start standing up for what we believe in. Get our voices heard. And we especially need to start standing up when we are the ones that can set an example. Are you a mother? Are you a father? Are you a grandmother or a grandfather? Are you an aunt or an uncle? Maybe you're not even married to anybody. You don't have any kids, but your brother or sister does. And then they come over and visit. You go over and you visit them. You, my friend, especially for the youngins, they're looking up to you. Oh, man, there's Uncle Tracy. He's an amazing guy. He's got this cool beard, right? But then you set an example for them. Hmm? I remember back in my days uh, when I worked for the Coca-Cola company, one of the things I used to uh, dedicate some time to or uh, donate some time to uh, was some incarcerated youth over in Gwinnett County. And I was allowed to go speak at the facilities there uh, once or twice a month. 
Uh, and, you know, I started off by sharing them some things uh, about the Coca-Cola company and how the product is made. Um, and then, you know, I, I tried to tell stories and stories I thought they could uh, resonate with. And as many of you know, who've heard some of the uh, earlier episodes and, and how I share some of the stories uh, of my upbringing, I, I wasn't always on the right side of the tracks. You know, I did some stupid things in my life, right? And I was just lucky enough to get out when I did. So, you know, I tried to link some of those stories. It's not in a, uh, you know, make it, hey, making myself look like a badass kind of way, but kind of, you know, I, I resonate with what you guys are going through because I've been there and I was lucky enough to get out kind of thing. And I found they wanted to hear 10 times more about that, how I got out and how I was looked at after that. And they cared about anything about the Coca-Cola company. So they, they were connecting, right? I was able to set that example. Still had long hair. Didn't have my beard back then, right? Had my long hair. Had tattoos. I wouldn't go in there in a suit. I'd go in there and just try to set an example. Like, guys, I, you know, you're, you're at a crossroads, right? Let me tell you from my side of the story. Here's how it could go for you. Right. They hear all those people. Anyway, you get my point. Right. And I think another thing, a good thing about standing up for your your beliefs. I mean, other than the obvious is that there's going to be people out there that are on the fence on an issue that you believe strongly about. And maybe you can help them understand one side or the other. I'm not saying you pull them to your side of the fence. I'm saying you share your beliefs and your passions uh, with them so that they can help make an informed decision, right? Don't say, hey, you need to believe my way because, but rather say, you know what? Here's the reasons I believe. And maybe that can help make an impact on their decision, right? Maybe they're just like, I don't know. And there's so much ugly information out there for any position you want to take you want to talk about portion there's uh, abortion there's ugly information out there you want to talk about um uh, adoption there's ugly information out there as well as good information you want to talk about marriage there's ugly information as well as good information you want to talk about divorce there's ugly information and good information out there right so whatever you believe in help someone who's on the fence and i would also highly highly recommend always speaking your peace in a respectful um maybe not elevated tone right we don't need to yell at each other but always speak your peace if you know that if you don't you're going to feel guilty yeah right how many times have we been in a scenario or situation where you're like i really feel stronger about this and you don't say anything about it you don't share some guiding advice you don't share some of your your passion your beliefs and your information with another party and you walk away later on the next day that night a month later a year later 10 years later going i shoulda i coulda i woulda if only right that that stress will still pick away at you subconsciously right it's gonna it's gonna eat away at you right there and obviously you certainly want to um stand up for what you believe in when you reach that point of enough is enough i all i can stand i can't stand no more as papa used to say well i don't think that's the only time you should be standing up for what you believe i think you should always be standing up for what you believe in in respectful ways again like i said we don't need to go out there and start yelling at each other there there are great ways it's called talking everybody it's easy to sit down and have dialogue with someone and i know there are plenty of people out there that aren't able 
to have a conversation, a civil conversation about certain topics. That some is just going to go right there and it's going to get ugly right. I get it, right? It doesn't mean you have to do that. You can still maintain your civil tone, keep your honor about you as you share your opinions and your passion about what you believe in. Now, I think one of the big things that folks encounter um, when it comes to sharing what they believe in or acting is that there's this, I don't know, fear? huh? Because let's be honest, part of standing up for what you believe in is learning to be just a little bit courageous. Here's the cool thing about it. If you've looked around the event I was at this weekend, there was this Badass little old. She was easily in her late 60s, early 70s. She was one of the delegates at this event. And they were um, putting forth some resolutions. They were uh, being nominated and seconded, passed and what have you. Got to this one point and she wanted a point of order. And she was sharing. And uh, she shared her opinion, right? And then it was voted on and back and forth. And the very next resolution comes up and she... You know, she paused everything again and said, and actually looked around the room and said, am I the only one that reads these things? And what she was alluding to is there was, oh, it was like 32 or 34 resolutions that were going on. And there were two or three in a row that she stopped the nominations for because she had questions and she had disagreements. She was sharing her she was standing up for what she believed in and she actually looked around like are you all just lemmings right am i the only one that reads this you know and she was getting her voice on record she was standing up for what she believes in that takes a an ounce of courage doesn't mean she wasn't afraid I'm not saying she was. I don't know. I don't well know her well enough. But I know there have been moments when I'm standing up for what I believe in. Doesn't mean I'm not scared. Doesn't mean, you know, something uh, could happen, right? Uh, here, let me give you a, a, a perfect example. There was a, a young lady way back when, and I'm going to go back to my teen years, right? And her name was Tracy. She lived on the street behind my house. And uh, I was infatuated with her. And uh, so uh, during homecoming week, the homecoming gals were like, you know, if you'd like to have this rose sent to someone's homeroom, you just put their name on it. They would find the person's homeroom and send it to them. And so I sent Tracy a rose, you know, a couple of other things over homecoming week. Well, during that time, I found out she had a boyfriend. Uh-oh. But her boyfriend was in juvenile, the juvenile detention hall at the time. And I said, you know what? I believe I'm better suited for Tracy than this fellow Eddie. And so I kept courting her. And uh, she never said no. You know, she was very polite about things. I didn't get to the point of asking her out because I just don't ask out on the first uh, conversation. I like to get to know someone a little bit, engage in some dialogue, chit-chat a little bit. And she was very friendly, very cordial. Never mentioned Eddie one time. And then I'm walking home from school and there's Eddie standing on right across the street from the school. And hey, Come on over here. So I started chatting with him. And uh, so I hear you like Kiss. And I was a big Kiss fan, as everyone knows, back in the day. And as he was talking to me, a number of his friends were slowly surrounding me. It was probably about six 
other uh, guys. You know, a couple would take up his position behind me, a couple to the left, to the right, and everything. And he takes a swing, and he was standing up on the curb i was standing down in the gutter so this swing seemed like it was telegraphed from new york city um and so it i remember it to this day it was very slow motion i ducked and dropped my school books and took off like a run i was like a gazelle running back towards the school and unfortunately uh one of the members of the uh, the guys that were there was a little bit faster and caught up with me and here's the thing all right uh, i believe i can fight all right i stood up you know and let me back up for the story here before he took the swing he goes so uh you think you should be able to date my girlfriend i said well first off i didn't know she was your girlfriend when i first started uh sending things to her but when i did find out i just kept talking to her that's it you know i never asked her out on a date or anything i just you know just was getting to know her and see what was all about what it was all about so there i was surrounded by these six seven eight guys uh, my heart's beating trust me i was very afraid but i was standing up for what i believed in i believed it was okay to talk to this young lady i believed i have a right to talk to this young lady and if she didn't want to talk to me she would have said i was a boyfriend i can't talk to you he's very whatever right now you know obviously i'm a little old now i have a slightly different opinion of the scenario but i'm just telling you the beliefs from that standpoint and uh, needless to say uh i took a pretty good whooping <laughs> from those guys i ended up getting knocked out but uh anyway it was just one of those things that yeah was i scared hell yeah i was scared there were like six eight guys surrounding me and even though i knew a lot of martial arts and i felt very uh good about being able to protect myself dude i'm not a movie star i don't have a stand uh cut right double come in and, and you know and take do the fighting for me it, no this was real life stuff so yes i was very scared but i still stood my ground until i had that moment and that first fist came and yeah i ran for safety and uh unfortunately didn't get there fast enough anyway probably not a great example but i, I think the thing is when you're standing up for what you believe in you're going to be a little afraid it's okay Courage isn't the absence of, of fear. Courage is taking the fear and doing the right thing. What do you feel is right anyway? It's standing up for what you believe in. Courage means picking a side, right? And I think that's very important for you to do. If you're going to stand up for what you believe in, you're going to have to pick a side. I don't care what the issue is. It could be tax spending it could be animal welfare uh it, it could be the presidential race whatever it is you need to pick a side and then you need to speak up for you know, speak up your opinions in, in conversations don't deal you know, wibbly wobbly on things if you believe in it say yeah i believe in it and here's why and if someone doesn't believe in it listen to why they don't perhaps there's something you missed and you can share something they missed at the same time um don't be afraid to ask for some help right get more information right, well tracy i want i want to take a side but i don't have all the information well damn i'll get out there and get it right especially nowadays it's really easy to get information uh, ask others for help there's lots of great resources in any topic that you would be passionate about great resources out there to get real information i'm not talking about this wishy-washy information okay don't trust everything you read in a meme okay how about that all right and then 
when it comes to whatever it is you're standing up for, let's focus on who you're helping. Not who's yelling at you, not who's telling you your topic is stupid. Focus in on who you're helping. So if you're standing up for old folks and whatever treatment they're giving, whatever it is, remember who it is that you're passionate about. You're passionate about those elderly folks that need your assistance or that you believe they need your assistance or the kids or the animals. Whoever it is that you're standing up for, keep your focus on them. Because when it comes to topics like that, it's not about you, is it? It's not about whether you're right or wrong. It's about getting them the assistance they need. That's why you got into it in the first place, right? Oh, I feel you're nodding your head. Here's another cool thing about courage. Uh, courage is like a muscle and it can be built. Uh, do all the little things um, that will help build your courage and your bravery. Maybe tomorrow as you, uh, well, I'm recording this on a Sunday, so I say tomorrow. Um, maybe as you're listening to this, there's some phone call that you really don't want to make or you're dreading to have or there's some email you or some report you have to write or some podcast episode you have to record and you're just like, ah, I'm just not feeling it, right? So when you muster up what it is you need to make that call, to write that email, to record that pod, take a moment and pat yourself on the back. Pat yourself on the butt. I don't care, right? realize that you mustered up the courage to do something you kind of didn't want to do you were kind of uncomfortable doing right and realize wow tracy's tracy tracy's right that took a little bit of courage to do that i had that tough conversation with an employee or i sent that tough email to a vendor or, or whatever the scenario is and acknowledge that small act of courage, those small acts of courage will inspire you to slowly get braver and braver in those areas as well as other areas of your life. And I think one of the big things that most people will find easiest is standing up for others, especially when they're not able to. And, and that maybe it's they're physically not able to. Maybe they're mentally, right? Are there victims of abuse that you totally resonate with? That you want to help, help them, right? Help them speak up for themselves. Speak up for them when they're unable to speak up for themselves, right? You can step in, be their voice. Take that, that moment of fear and wrap it in all that compassion you have for them. Maybe it's one of those scenarios of someone's being bullied, right? I just told the story of me, you know, um, you know, taking a bit of a tanning, uh, back in my high school days, right? You could, you could call that bullying, right? Uh, I didn't call it bullying then, but anyway, um, if, if we take up that, the mantle of, of bullying, well, and you see it happening, try to stop it right in his tracks a lot of time and some of you will know exactly what i mean there's the signals you know it's about to happen right there's all those red flags that get raised up the body language maybe those first few words that are like okay i know where this is going i'm stepping in now and you're also setting that example for the others. You're setting the example for the bully that, you know what? We don't do that shit around here. We don't stand for that shit around here. You are not going to treat other people like that. And you're showing the one that was about to be bullied that it's okay to hold your head up high, put your shoulders back a little bit, and stand up for yourself as well as 
other people. And also be sure in all scenarios, if you're help, if you're standing up for others, let them know and let them feel that it's okay to ask for help. Maybe you do that by just sharing a story where you had to ask for help. You don't always have to say the words. You don't have to look at them and say, hey, it's okay, ask for help. No, no. Maybe you do it through a story and through your action. Now, all of this is really kind of pushing the conviction of your beliefs, right? Conviction, feeling of certainty in something that you believe in, knowing that you are on the right side of whatever the issue is. But to do that, you got to pick a side first, right? Uh, you can't be standing on the fence and go, okay, I could really get behind that. No, you got to pick a side. That's when that conviction is going to step in. Because here's the thing, challenges, they're going to come every day. They're, they're going to come. But if you have that conviction and you're firm in your belief, you can withstand and weather. I mean, if we go on the example I just gave, you know, standing up for someone else yeah, could make you a target. If you stop a bully, the bully may turn their attention on you. Have the power in your convictions to stand up anyway. Because here's what's going to happen. If they challenge your belief, the bully turns their attention on you. They're testing your belief. They're, really? Think about it. In my opinion, in my experience, they're testing your belief in your ability to stand up to them. And if you back down, they're going to see that weakness in your position and they're going to use it against you. And they're like, oh, now they're going to bully you and the person they were bullying before. So, all right. I guess one of the big messages here I want you to walk away, obviously, for stand, when it comes to standing up, say something when you see behavior that you just don't like. Say something. And, and, and here's, here, here we're going to go again. I'm not talking about this quarterback speak, uh, the armchair quarterback speak specifically. I'm not talking about you're sitting in your armchair, you're sitting on your couch, on your rocking chair, on the floor, in your bed, watching TV, and you're yelling at the TV with conviction. No, no, no. Uh, th that doesn't work. Okay. The TV's not doing anything wrong. The people on it might be, right? You need to get up off your lazy ass and go talk to someone that matters. And if you're out and about and you see something that you just can't stomach, step in, right? Part of putting your beliefs into action is speaking up when you see something that just goes against the core of who you are. You know who you are, don't you, right? We talk about that around here, right? Getting to know who you are and getting to know who you need to become to, you know, be the successful person you want to be. And part of that, I really honestly, truly believe, which is why I, I sidestepped the interview episode today to have this episode. Um, what was it? Episode 170. I think we talk about uh, who do you need to become to be successful? Go check that one out. All right. It talks, it goes into a bit more about who you are and who you need to come. But whenever you see something that is really goes against the core values of who you are, speak up, raise your hand, right? Step in the middle, whatever it is. This is the thing. Get 
involved. I can remember when I was a kid in the neighborhoods that we lived in growing up. And again, as you all, many of you know already, my father was a 23-year veteran of the United States Army, and we moved every two or three years. So I lived in a number of neighborhoods growing up and spent six years as a kid over in Germany, all of which we spent living off 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 base um, in my um, but in the years I can remember I know there was one year we spent living on the base anyway and then right out of high school I joined the service and went back and lived on and off the base and here's the thing I can count I can't count on one hand the number of times that I remember seeing things that went against my father's core values and he stepped in because he did every single time. He lost his stripes one time because of it. We were at the NCO office, which is a non-commissioned officer club. We were down there for dinner. And after dinner, my dad was, uh, I believe he was a few tables away, yucking it up with some buddies of his. And my mom had walked over to the bar to uh, ref- uh, give me a new soda and get uh, refill mom and dad, my, my mother and father's drinks. And, uh, and, while my mom was up at the bar, the NCO in charge. So in the military, there's uh, usually a, a commissioned officer that goes and rotates around uh, the establishments that are open in the later hours. Just kind of make sure everything's going okay. Everything's kind of on the up and up. They're called the NCO in charge. And he was uh, making the rounds to the NCO club and walked over to my mom and, and started hitting on her. Uh, just vocally and uh, not, I, don't, I don't believe it was physically I don't remember it being physically and my dad saw this actually I believe one of his friends tapped him on the shoulder and pointed it out and my dad walked over and my dad's six foot three and just built like linebacker you know uh, from any football team and uh, you know told the officer you know sir that's my wife you need to be leaving her alone now he did it a little gruff you know, a little rough he wasn't very, he wasn't super polite about it, but he didn't disrespect the, uh, the rank of the gentleman he was speaking to. And this gentleman came back at you better shut your mouth. I will have your stripes and this kind of thing. And then proceeded to hit on my mom again. Well, that's the point at which my dad hit this man. <laughs> anyway, so that, this is not the kind of thing I'm talking about. But here we go. Here's a man standing up for his beliefs to the point where he was willing to risk losing some rank as a result. Now, I don't want you to go out there and be hitting people. I'm just telling you this story as an example. You see behavior that bothers you. You step in and you take some action. I'm really hoping that action doesn't lead to fisticuffs or any kind of violence. But I believe... That if we start stepping in, when we see shit happening out there, it'll start happening less and less. What do you think? Right? Uh, Kids used to be safe to walk all the way to school. I used to walk like two or three miles to and from school as an elementary kid. I would never let my kids do that these days. Why? Because of the fears. No one's willing to step in and do something. I want you, the kind of people that listen to this show, to have that kind of heart, to step in and say, I'm going to make sure that kid gets across at least my stretch of land 
safely. I'm going to make sure that lady I see walking from the store to her car is okay. And if someone starts harassing her, I'm walking over there. I'm going to help her. I'm going to get her to her car safely and make sure she is able to drive away unencumbered. I believe if more of us start doing that kind of shit, less shit that we don't like will continue to happen. Would you agree? Yeah, more naughty. I can I can feel it. All right. Here's a big example for me. And I know I'm, I told you this was going to be a rant episode. You're welcome. Just to click fast forward and go to the next episode, whatever. I get it. Here's one for me. And uh, I'm the father of three beautiful ladies of varying ages. And one of the things I find completely appalling, and I, I'll admit early in my teen years, I probably did it. Uh, actually, I know I did it on a few occasions, but my latter teen years, I didn't do it. I stopped doing it. I, I, I was, I actually learned it was appalling back then. It's catcalling. I just think it's ugly, right? Because I have yet to meet a, a meet a woman. I've met uh, lots and lots of ladies over my 50 plus years on this planet and not one single one of them has ever found that appealing. I have yet to met a guy who has done some sort of cat call and the girl come running over going, oh my God, you're the perfect guy for me. Thank you for that cat call, right? Now, what's the point I'm going with this is in my later teen years and in, you know, in the twenties, when I figured out, you know what? That's just kind of stupid. It's insulting in the whole nine yards. And I'd be hanging out with the guys and one of them would do that. I'd stop him, punch him in the shoulder, look over him and say, dude, really? You don't have the balls to go over there and talk to her. You're going to do that instead. What kind of, you know, wuss are you? You know, and so it was that kind of standing up that in my circle, my friends knew not to do that around me because I would stand up. I didn't know that girl. I wasn't going to go hit on that girl. It did pay me no, never mind. Right. I just thought, I don't like that. Please don't do that around me. I think it's stupid. I think it's insulting to the very person you're trying to attract. Stop doing that, right? Here's the thing. If you ignore a behavior, you're almost kind of condoning it, right? You're kind of, right? And the more you ignore it, the more you're telling your your subconscious that it's okay. Nah, spark the conversation accelerate the conversation dude really you got to do that just go over and talk to her it's a whole lot more um you know adult right a lot less insulting and i bet you the lady that you're cat calling at would appreciate it a whole lot more if you'd walked over into it you know what i think you're very attractive whatever pickup line you want to use go do that okay anyway enough about that one but the key there is to stop ignoring the behaviors you disagree with if someone is treating you like shit, tell them you don't like it, right? If, they, if they're raising their voice, it's like, could you please talk to me? Or I'm going to come back or you can come back and talk to me. When you can keep a civil tone. Otherwise, don't. I'm, I'm not. Ah, la, la, la. I'm not hearing you, right? These are the kinds of things. Do not give permission with your silence. Don't give your approval with your silence for what's happening. When there's a conflict around, if you stay silent, people will think that you agree with that status quo. And I think I'll wrap up this last one, or this with one last thing. And I've kind of alluded to it a couple of times here. Be calm. Be non-confrontational when you're speaking up. It is not difficult to stand your ground politely, 
right? Now, I'm not saying you, you've got to, you know, you know, turn the other cheek kind of thing. But what I am saying is stand your ground and you don't have to get all up in their face. You don't have to go, oh, you're a dick. Oh, you, you, you don't have to be like that. There's, there's no, you don't have to agitate it, right? When you speak up, how you say things can make a huge difference. Let me get, if you get angry, other people will tend to hear just the anger, not the words you're saying. All they're going to hear is the yelling. They're not going to hear any of the logic, any of the facts, or any of the intelligence that you may be trying to articulate loudly. They're just not going to hear it. All right. Plus, when you do that, you're giving them permission to reply in the same manner with anger. And usually it becomes an elevated. Oh, well, you're that angry. I'm this angry. And it goes up a level. And then you go up a level and it just spirals out of control. However, if you stay calm and you can be impassionate, you, you can imbue passion into your words without imbuing anger, right? But if you stay calm in a tone that makes sense, it maybe goes up a little bit and down a little bit, much like I'm doing here, right? I can go up a little bit without sounding like I'm pissed off, right? I can be non-confrontational and still share with you the passion that I have about a topic. But when you do that, you might actually be able to convince people to hear what the hell it is you're saying instead of them tuning you out. So, I think to sum it all up, you're going to have to figure out who you are, what it is you believe in, and what are your values, right? And be willing to, uh, uh, what's the way to say this, lose some cool points at times. Because if you're standing up for what it is you believe in, what are the what your values are, there may be some times when someone thought, well, God, I didn't really thought that. I can't get behind that. Okay, it doesn't mean we can't be friends. Does it? Right? And if you lose some cool points, that's all right. And you might even lose a couple of friends or some acquaintances. Real friends won't make a difference. I had a real friend. I mean, a brother from another mother friend. And we, we resonated probably 98% of the time. And the 2% of the time that we differed, we were still able to have a civil conversation. It was like he was open up enough. He was open-minded enough to hear. He just disagreed. He goes, I hear what you're saying. I get it, but I still disagree. It doesn't make any sense to me, but I respect you and that's okay. It wasn't a make or break scenario, right? I mean, it could even be a, hey, I liked Harley Davidson's. He liked Kawasaki, right? Night and day for most motorcycle enthusiasts. It's a motorcycle, but for the real hardcore guys that are all about their Harley Davidsons, if you rode a Kawasaki, yeah, you, and vice versa, right? Uh, I, I, and I'm just using that to, to poke a little fun at it, but it was just, it was not one of those things where it's like, oh God, I can't get behind you. It just makes no sense. You, you're going against a core value that I won't bend to, right? And just because someone doesn't totally agree with one of your uh, values doesn't mean you need to discard them either. Okay. Just remember that. I'm not saying you want to, you're going to get a lot of your values. You're probably, probably not someone that's going to be around you very long. Um, but again, this comes back to having that courage to lose cool points, to lose a friend or acquaintance or two because you believe the way you do. Again, you don't have to go up in their face. Sometimes it's just none of you. It's none of your business. 
So how do you feel about that? And if you know their position and you know that they're not going to be able to have a civil discussion about it, you can say it doesn't matter (laughs) because at the end of the day, you shouldn't beat anybody over the head with your values and no one should beat you over the head with theirs. You know, you want to stand up for your values and acquaintances may decide that they don't share your values and they're on down the road. It can be hard at times putting your belief first but it can certainly make you a lot happier for certainly a, a more moral person, right? And, and I mean that because if you go about your life, your business, and your day, right, and your years not going against your beliefs, holding yourself to a higher standard, imagine what that's going to do for your self-worth, huh? Yeah, it's going to raise it up. It's going to make being brave and courageous, we talked about earlier, a whole lot easier. Now let's flip that on its ear. Let's say you're going about your day just, all right, chipping away at your beliefs. Eh, that's okay. It doesn't matter. Eh, it's just, I could, yeah, I don't believe in that 100%, but I'll, I'll hang out with him because he's cool. Yeah, right? You go against your beliefs like that, eventually your self-worth it's going to suffer. It's going to deflate like a balloon with a big ass hole in it. And it's going to suffer. And you're going to be, there'll be this sadness and maybe even this anger inside of you because you aren't being true to yourself. Remember talking about coming home and slamming that briefcase down? Might not have had nothing to do with the day that he had at work. It might be something just going against his beliefs. You'll have much higher self-esteem if you live in alignment to your beliefs. So stand up for them. Don't let situations compromise your value. And talking about jobs, you know, if you're in a job where you consistently have to chip away at your core beliefs and your core values, it's time for for you to find another damn job. All right. Like I said, I told you, I warned you coming into this is going to be a a bit of a rant episode, but I just had to get this off my chest because I hear so many people out there saying they need to do this. They need to do that. And they over here and they, 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 you know who they are? They are you. They are me. They're the person listening to this podcast. They're the person driving down the road next to you. They're the person, if you're at the gym and they're on that treadmill next to you, that's they. They is all of us. And if you aren't willing to step and be a part of they to do something, don't point the finger and say they, okay? So if you want to be a part of change, I mean real change, you're going to have to get, you have to get involved in the process. Um Here's another cool thing about standing up for what you believe in uh, day in and day out is I think you get that that self-esteem, that self-worth, and then you start getting these new cool ideas. And I'm going to spend some time over the next few um, solo episodes chatting more about it. I mean, we're almost an hour into this episode, so I don't want to go in a whole nother barrage about that. I think on the next episode, um, we'll chat a bit about why I believe entrepreneurs and entrepreneurship, as well as their ideas, can save a lot of the world's problems. And then Friday, we're going to chat a bit about five traits of an amazing idea so we can start identifying this. I want to help you create new ideas with this newfound self-worth and courageous bravery that you have boiling up inside of you as you stand up for what you leave in. Hey, 
Maybe you're standing up with what you believe in. You're going to start sharing that with the world. You want to share your voice out there with a podcast maybe, right? If you want some help uh, getting your podcast up off the ground, getting it launched, getting it launched well and right. Um, or maybe you already have one and you're looking about getting some help with the editing and the promotion. Maybe you're looking to monetize it, right? Make a little money coming in. Reach out to me at Tracy at DarkHorseSchooling.com or you can go to Dark horseschooling.com forward slash coaching there'll be a form right there fill that form out there let's chat let's get together on a quick little power huddle meeting a little half hour uh, chit chat i'll make sure you walk away with the success plan no charge all right again that's darkhorseschooling.com forward slash coaching let's see how i can be of service to you in helping you start restart or kickstart your business and your podcast. Now, I know we're going to keep getting these daily success tips, and when I do bring them to you, and don't boot them so I can get in your ear and rant those amazing uh, interview episodes. Uh, so please be sure to go on there, hit that subscribe button, leave us a five-star rating, drop us some kind words in the reviews, ask a question, make some constructive suggestions. I definitely read each and every one of those reviews, and it's these subscribes, rating, and reviews that tell those podcasts platforms on there that you do enjoy the value you're getting from this podcast and that kicks us up a little bit in the ranking so that we can reach more driven entrepreneurs just like you so please right now take a moment and show the love and help spread the word i appreciate it. all right you get out there you stand up for what you believe in you run your race you get your results and you come let me hear about them i want to celebrate with you until next time think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman.